the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And the Sweet 16 is set. And we're tipping things off on Saturday. Uh, We've been rolling through a few games all week long. We've been firing off on some futures. And we need to head down to the dirty south here, Lundy, uh, with one of my futures wagers on the board. And it's a line that is swayed. Uh, And I'm a little bit shocked. You know, I woke up this morning on this Friday, and I'm like, yeah, I think Arkansas is probably still like plus 225, plus 250 to emerge uh, from this region unscathed and represent the Final Four. No, it is dropped to plus 175. Still think some decent value there, but not the value it was earlier in the week. Now, Baylor is chalk, obviously out of the South at minus 167. Uh, and Villanova, 5-1 to one at Oral Roberts at a whopping 30-1 to one, uh, to come out of this region. But I still like the Razorbacks. So much length, so much athleticism. A team that relishes a breakneck pace. They'll, you know, take your breath away to cue Berlin. And uh, they're one that really gets after on the offensive glass as well. They can beat you in variable ways, and they are staunch defensively. Now number 10 in the country in adjusted defensive efficiency. So if there is one team that poses the biggest threat to the Baylor Bears in the South region, it's got to be the Arkansas Razorbacks. Woo, pig suey. Are you with me on that one? Yeah, I think they've got the best shot to be able to give Baylor uh, a run. Now, obviously, we talked about this earlier this week. I think Baylor is looking again like the team that we saw at the beginning of the season, kind of past that pause that they went through and all of that, a little bit of shaking off the rust. So I still think Baylor comes out of this region. But, yes, if I'm looking for some plus odds, I think Arkansas could be a nice little play there. Oh, yes, they could certainly tickle your fancy uh, and go, hmm. If you uh, get hit in the right spot there, like the Pillsbury Doughboy, certainly That's the sound you make when you get seduced by the juice. Oh, yes. Yeah, it hits you in all the right places, no doubt about it. Look, if you want to get in on that future, if you want to get on anything Sweet 16 related, the NBA, the NHL, and Lundy's writing a heater. We're going to get to a couple more picks of his here momentarily on the ice. to do all of that action right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And they're putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet un dollar on any tournament game. And if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 101 odds. Pick any college basketball team that is still in the hunt for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet in that team winning their next game. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And when you sign up, uh, you could turn $1 into $100 at the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the dub. That's code FTN to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania, and Colorado residents only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, on this Friday edition, it's time once again for the Fade Five. 
number five. All right. Uh, Lundy is melting the sports books. He is shutting down Zambonis. He is putting the biscuit in the basket because, again, he's riding a, a one hell of a heater right now. He's broken out the flamethrower, and he is torching all of the lines in the NHL. So, Lundy... Uh, I'm going to continue to tell you, my man, because, again, you don't want to, you know, cool off anytime soon. I don't expect you to. What were you last night? Like 8-2? and two? You were 8-2? Eight, eight, eight and 2 last night. Wow. Up, uh, up six and a half units total, but went 8-2. Uh, and two. Also was uh, smart enough to take a, a goofy 10-leg parlay oh that I did God. and actually break it. I, I had a free bet to use for like five bucks, and I figured, ah, what the heck? I'll give it a shot. Uh, but I also broke it up into a couple of smaller ones, so that uh, managed to pay off. Now, we all know uh, that heaters do eventually come to an end, but yes. I'll go ahead and enjoy this one while I can. Brad, let's start off in our nation's capital Ooh. with the Capitals. The Washington Capitals will be taking on New Jersey. Normally, I would stay away from a game like this because this is the second of a back-to-back between these two teams. Washington beat New Jersey last night. The final in that one was 4-3. to three. And normally, these, these back-to-backers make me a little bit nervous, but we're actually going to talk about two back-to-backers uh, in the Fade 5 today. I'm going to go with the Caps, even though they are heavy money line favorites. They're a minus 220. But, oh, oh, oh if we take it within regulation on the 60-minute line, boys and girls, Girls, that uh, juice drops down to a minus 136. I think the Caps beat them for the second night in a row, in part because as both of these teams go to their backup goaltenders, we're talking about Samsonov for the Caps, who frankly could be a number one goaltender on a lot of teams in the NHL. So he might be the number two for Washington, but he is definitely not playing like a number two. Then add in to the fact that as of right now, Washington is a perfect 5-0 and against New Jersey on the season. I look for them to make it a half dozen wins, taking out the Devils tonight and winning in back-to-back fashion. Oh, get after it. Again, keep tailing Lundy, man. He's sizzling right now. Number four. Oh, and Lundy is so hot that we decided to throw in another NHL selection uh, because I can't win. I wagered on a pair of NIT games last night. I got I got seduced by the NIT, and, and I used the uh, Gollum uh, animated gif uh, from Lord of the Rings, and when he gets the ring, my precious, oh, my precious. Uh, that was me last night, like, staring at the damn ring, uh, looking at the NIT lines, you know, getting the cold shakes, thinking, oh, my God, I got to wager on something, and I took Memphis minus four, lost. I took the over in the CSU game, lost that because we went way under. So uh, I got to recoup some dollars, build up the bankroll for the Sweet 16. We're going to get to a, a couple of those selections here in a second. So give me another puck drop, amigo. Hit me with the knowledge. Well, we're going from the nation's capital. You were talking about the Dirty South. How about we go to the home of Cornell Haynes Jr.? Oh. Brad, you oh. know him as... Nelly. Let's go to St. Louis, uh, where the Blues are taking on Anaheim. St. Louis on the second night of a back-to-back. They lost to Minnesota last night 2-0, uh, but now they are back home on a back-to-back, but they're taking on Anaheim, and I just mentioned to you that the Caps were 5-0 and against the Devils. Well, the Blues are 4-0 and against the Ducks. They have figured out how to beat Anaheim. I think they take care of it at home again. This is one where on the money line, it's a, it's a big number. I'm not going to lie. You've got uh, a pretty heavy favorite here, so you can drop it down 
down to that 60-minute line if you want to. Makes it a little bit more manageable. Or, oh, maybe you mm. pair the two of them together. Mm. If you take Washington and St. Louis, by the way, a little bonus pick, throw them on a two-leg uh, money line parlay just by themselves. It gets to a plus 116. Or if you throw it on that 60-minute regulation line, uh, the juice gets even better. Those are the two games I like the most tonight. little bonus, I do like Calgary at home. Um, I think that they should be a heavier favorite than they are. The juice not that bad. Staying far away, though, from San Jose and Arizona. So there's a couple of puck picks for you as you prepare for this weekend's Sweet 16. It's getting hot in here. But please, Lundy, don't take off all your clothes. Number three. All right, let's move on to the NBA in our MonkeyKnifeFight.com Monkey Knife Fight Player Prop of the Day presented by, ah, yes, MonkeyKnifeFight.com. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just you against the house and all of your favorite player props, more or less over or under on stats that you already know, love, and track. Uh, you put them in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you hit on the more or less, the more cash you stuff into your pockets. And again, use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. And as a new user, you score a free $5 game on the house. Have an NKF in good time at monkeyknifefight.com. And let's uh, go to the heartland of the country and talk about the Indiana Pacers and the All-Star Demonis Sabonis and the PRA points, rebounds, and assists combined for younger Sabonis is 34.5 against the Dallas Mavericks. And I'm taking the over on this one. Now, Sabonis has been right down the middle. Uh, four of his last eight games since the All-Star break, uh, he has hit the over on this proposed total. Uh, the last time he faced Dallas, he also hit the over back in late January, going for 25 points, 10 boards, and four dimes. Uh, this is the second-best matchup for a center, according to the FTN Daily Advanced DVP tool. Uh, and you look at Dallas. Uh, where have they struggled? Oh, that's right. Defending, guarding, uh, and giving up a ton of points of the opposition. Number 24 in adjusted defensive efficiency. Number 25 as well, an opponent defensive rebounding percentage. Uh, put it all together, and I think Sabonis will score you some cash again on a this seems like a deflated line. You know, earlier in the season, we, we've featured Sabonis here often. Usually it's around 38.5, 39.5 on the PRA. I think the 34.5 here uh, is quite a value, and that's why I'm breaking out the sledgehammer on that over. Lundy, Vader followed about a Sabonis over 34.5 on points, rebounds, and assists combined. I will follow you on this one. I think he's good for a double-double at 20 points and, say, a 11, maybe 12 boards. So all I need is, you know, what, three, four dimes, and yep. I've got it. And I yep. think he's definitely good for that. So this is a good matchup for him. Also, you know, you look at yesterday's NBA trade deadline. Indiana didn't do anything, and I think that's yeah. actually kind of a good thing. It means you don't have a lot of distractions. They're like, hey, this is our core. This is our team. This is what we're going to do. Um, you know, I think some of these other teams, you know, you talk about the Nuggets picking up Aaron Gordon. You know, it's going to take a little bit to kind of get that, that gel to happen. Indiana isn't facing any of that. So I like this matchup for Sabonis tonight. I think he uh, gets well up over this number. Look for it to be a 37-38 finish. Yeah, make some dollars with Demonis. Number two. All right, with the Sweet 16, to sip it off here once again. The NCAA tournament restart on Saturday. Let's feature a couple of more games. We've been doing it all week. Uh, let's talk Creighton against Gonzaga. And I'm going with the dogs here. Barf! 
Uh, I think they're going to pack a bite in the Blue Jays, a plus the 13 and a half. Look, Gonzaga's not played a team the caliber of Creighton since Virginia back in December. Now, did they boat race the Cavaliers? Yes, they absolutely did in that contest. But Creighton is a completely different team, completely different makeup. This is a team that's got all-court offense. They can score from anywhere. Uh, They're number three in the nation in near-proximity conversions, according to Haslametrics.com. They're shooting over 36% from down town and they got a solid mid-range game uh what's really i think overlooked about this year's creighton team is the defensive chops it possesses the jays are a juggernaut on d giving up just 0.906 points per possession in their last seven games too only 27.3 percent along the arc so they got to go out there and challenge jalen suggs and Corey kispert and joel ayayi yes absolutely they will start to finish now free throws problematic. Uh, They're a team that really piles up the bricks uh, on those freebies, which is really unusual for Creighton, knowing all the shooters they have in Zagorowski and Balak and also in Jefferson, but they're only shooting 64.3%, so hopefully that won't come into play and play a major factor, but altogether because of their defensive acuity, because of their offensive explosiveness. This is a team I don't think is going to get blown out, Lundy, and hopefully we're not going to have like another flagrant one in the waning moments like the Zags generated against Oklahoma, which ultimately got them to cover and a nasty, gross, disgusting one that that. I think Creighton will keep this thing within 10 in the end. So give me the Jays plus 13 and a half. Fade or follow. Yeah, they made a big deal out of it this past weekend on the broadcast. The fact that Gonzaga has beaten everybody by double figures. What is it, 25 games in a row yep. or something like yep. that, that they've won by double figures. Uh, 13 and a half is too much, Brad. I'm going to follow you on this one. I think Creighton can keep it close um, right down the stretch. I think Gonzaga continues to roll. I have said that I think they actually go all the way and they do wind up undefeated uh, and they win the whole thing. But um, I think this is a matchup that can manage to stay close. As dominant as Gonzaga is, um, they're going to face some good competition, as you you just said with uh with Creighton with the Blue Jays so I'm with you I think it's too many points I think it winds up being more like nine or ten um by the time it's all said and done uh so if Creighton can keep it interesting like that keep you and I glued to the television I'll be I'll be happy yeah amen on that ride with the representatives from Omaha number one all right let's get in one more sweet 16 selection and I'm gonna go with another dog here and that is the Florida State Seminoles going up against the Michigan Wolverines the last team standing from the supposedly vaunted Big Ten Florida State catching plus two and a half in this game look the Knowles are the longest team in the country and FSU really uses that length on the defensive side of things uh, last six games 0.879 points per possession allowed just 42.6% inside the arc and 29.8% outside of it it's a team that can really score the basketball inside and out uh, shooting 56.6% over the last month uh, on twos and 38.3% on threes over the entire season. Uh, you got, you know, Raekwon Gray, a likely NBA player. Scotty Barnes going to be a lottery pick. Anthony Polite is a guy shooting over 40% from downtown. Uh, MJ Walker is a guy that gets it done off the bounce, a six foot five point guard. 
And you got Balsa Kopravica coming off the bench at seven foot one. You can clean up around the ten. You know, Michigan, you know, he got Hunter Dickinson. He's an absolute stud, uh, but he has been foul prone here over the last several games. And when he is out of action, you know, this offense can really fall apart at the seams. We don't know if Isaiah Livers is going to be back in action. That's not official by any way, stray, uh, sway, or form there. Uh, so if you look at Michigan, 130 plus in defensive rebounding percentage, offensive rebounding percentage in their last seven games. Uh, so, you know, I think uh, Florida State's going to have a massive advantage there in the paint as long as FSU can protect the rock, Lundy. And that has been problematic for them. Uh, you know, they've coughed it up at a 20.4% clip. They should win this thing straight up. So I do like them on the money line. And again, catching the two and a half, I feel, is a gift. So you got to you know, ride with Leonard Hamilton and the immobilized foot uh, because, you know, he took a wrong step off the bus and blew out his Achilles. You know all about that, hombre. Suffered a similar injury a few years ago. But uh, are you going to go with the Knowles here? Fade or follow? Yes, I will follow uh, because I do think <clears throat> that they managed to keep this thing close. You know, during the fall, for those that don't know, Brad and I spend some time talking fantasy football. And I go back and I think about uh, the human bowling ball uh, that was Maurice Jones-Drew. Raekwon <laughs> Gray is basically the basketball version of that. Yeah, uh, He is uh, absolutely a wrecking ball out on the court because he's 6'8". And what is he, Brad? 255, 260? I mean, he is huge. Uh, and Florida State has so much size, so much length. You're right. They struggle to take care of the ball at times. They do have some stupid turnovers at times. They're not the best ball handlers. Um, but I think they can give Michigan fits. And you know what? Uh, my uh, fellow Achilles uh, brother in the boot, I recognize that boot as I watch it go up and down the uh, sideline. He might have actually come and stolen that out of my garage. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I'm, I'm rolling with Hamilton, man. I think FSU is going to surprise some people, and I'm with you. I think they can be the dog. I think they can take it straight up on the money line. Yeah, that's a team, again, uh, at plus 200 could represent the East region in the Final Four. And as we're taping this, Lundy, breaking news of the world of college basketball Shaka Smart has just left Texas for the Marquette gig. Holy smokes. Holy Holy crap. Holy smokes, as reported by Stadium Sports and my buddy Jeff Goodman. Uh, That is a Shaka special, if you will. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm going to see myself out right now. That one. See yourself out on that one. I did not see that coming. Did not see that coming at all. Again, Shaka Smart leaving the University of Texas for Marquette in Milwaukee. In the Big East. Uh, I I got a feeling that he didn't like how things went down with their energy crisis. Just a hunch. Just throwing (laughs) that out there. That's all I'm going to say. On that note, though, that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith and Noise podcast. Please drop us a rating and a review, uh, which you kindly follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Wavos and check out FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily, and FTNBets.com for all of your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. And until next time, good luck in the Sweet 16. And as always, fade or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.